Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at SeanSNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you, guys. What is up, Wikimaniacs? Welcome back yet again to another episode of Reddit on Wiki. It's us, your favorite TikTok trio. I am the master of ceremonies for today's episode, the short king himself. It is I, John. I'm flanked by my royal and regal co-host from the kingdom of Ottawa, Canada. I present to you, Sir Josh Shell. What's up, my guy? Technically not, sir. Justin Trudeau has not knighted me yet, so uh, (laughs) I'm still waiting. To round up the crew, you all love them, representing the territory of Houston, Texas, Sir Sean Salvino. What is up, my bro? Not too much, man. Uh, YouTube, I want to apologize now for this high-definition camera. Uh, You can count the blackheads on my nose. I don't love it. But Josh says it's better for TikTok. I think I'm only going to get flamed. No, no. I said it's better for me editing. I don't care about TikTok. Oh, okay. We need to start a subreddit and then just like have Sean like frames of fucking video and just say rate me. Please no. My self-esteem could not handle. What do you think I do for a living? Rate Sean? <laughs> Rate Sean. He, you are well beloved in Italy, my guy. That's true. Since we love our Wikimaniacs, today's segments are stories that some of them sent over to us so that we can react to them. And sorry, Josh, some of them crosses the Am I the Asshole territory, but Sean did one, so I figured what I might as well fuck? jump on a bandwagon. <laughs> I'm taking your job. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you guys are so unoriginal. You just copied this from me. <laughs> two stars. I'm going to give you two stars for that. <laughs> We're on the same podcast, so we, we're allowed to copy each other, I think. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so we just need to get on to two hot takes, and then people will stop attacking us. That's true. That's <laughs> yes. true. Down to collab. Always down. Yeah, no disrespect, though. Yeah. Like, we would love to collab with you. No, no, no. I have no no issue with the two hot takes podcast or any other Reddit podcast. It's just funny when people are like, you guys are so unoriginal because you copied this story from them. It's like, it's on Reddit. <laughs> like, we got it from Reddit. We're all copying... Yeah, we're all, we're all copying people from Reddit. Exactly. And if you want to send us any stories, you can head over to our socials on Twitter, IG, and TikTok, or go to our YouTube channel where we just hit 
a thousand subscribers, baby. Oh, yes. Wow. And also, I just want to give a big shout out to our awesome patrons. We got Vina, Linz, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, Alex, Valentina, Micah, Simonova, and Jesus Christ, fellas. We have so much new patrons to shout out this month. Oh, I thought you meant Jesus Christ was also a patron. Jesus and I was Christ like, is our Jesus patron. Christ you himself. <laughs> hey, hey, if it's Jesus Christ our patron, let's get this bread, fellas. Um, shout out to our brand new patrons, Katie, Blue Reina, Christina, Dan, Phantom Fox, Susan, Free Gnomes, and Sarah P. Welcome to you Holy all. Shit. Shout out to all the patrons for all the love. We're getting different currencies all over the place. We got... British is it pound? Is that what it is? Pound. We got Australian <laughs> mm-hmm. dollars. Is that is it Australian dollars? They they actually trade in uh, kangaroo babies. Oh my god! Let's not get canceled <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> and then we lost. Oh, we lost Australian patron. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to support us financially, you can do so by heading over to our Patreon. And if you don't want to support us financially, you can also do it for free. By leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, YouTube, or anywhere you can think of. And speaking of YouTube, before we get started today, Josh, would you like to read any YouTube comments that you found interesting? Man, it's getting harder and harder every week because we have so many comments. It's great. Oh, Uh, that's a good problem. (laughs) While you search those comments, I I do have to say, patrons, in order to leave the Patreon, you do have to Venmo me $25. (laughs) Again, uh, it's the the fee for leaving. It's in your best interest to stay. But if you do have to go, we understand $25 directly to me just to cover the cost of you leaving the Patreon. Josh, hit him with some comments. It's in a fine print. You just got to read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to read it. It's real fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not very fine. About as fine as the pores on my nose. Again, this 4K <laughs> is fucking me up. Hey, it's zoom beautiful. it in, bro. When you edit that shit, Josh, zoom it in. <laughs> hey, don't fucking zoom in this shit, bro. <laughs> it's zoomed in enough. Hell yeah. <laughs> so going back about two weeks now to um, Am I the Asshole episode where the girl dates her sister's ex-boyfriend. We talked about doing the high live show as My a patron God. goal. <laughs> and uh, people loved that idea. So uh, <laughs> we had a few like comments on YouTube as well as like DMs of people saying that, that that would be great. But our Escobar, they say in response to the high live show idea and the quote, this isn't what we paid for comment. They say, I beg to differ. That is exactly what I would pay for. <laughs> It's still insane to me that Josh is straight edge and he's just willing to do fucking <laughs> shrooms on stage for you guys. Hey. If that's not commitment to the Wikimaniacs, I don't know what is. <laughs> I love the Wikimaniacs, so I whatever they want, you know? I mean, not whatever. There's a limit, but... <laughs> There's a limit. We got to make some patron goals. Let us know what some patron goals you'd like to see, and then we can uh, we can create some of those out. Yeah, so all, all the... All the commenters that really love the way Josh looks. We can make some goals, guys. We could record shirtless. We could record. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Definitely not. If the not. patrons want it, it's got to happen. No, I Again, haven't... live reenactment of the smut at the live show. It's a possibility. No, I haven't done my my turn to OnlyFans yet. Maybe someday. Yeah, um, Wikimaniacs, if you want feed pics, hit me up. I got you. Oh, yeah, yeah, but Venmo is at Sean. <laughs> I do have bunions. I do have bunions. That is correct, but... <laughs> Hey, man, if people are into, you know, people are into anything, you know what I mean? 
That's very true. This next comment, the same episode, it, it comes from in our Discord. We had this conversation, I believe, but we had another comment from Norma who said, Powerpuff Girl vibes with the outfits, LOL. And that's because we each have our own separate color on that episode where John's kind of wearing green. John's always in his blue background. And then I've kind of got my red thing going on. And so we've had Powerpuff Girls. We've heard we're all the starter Pokemon. So if you have anything else to compare us to, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> Shout out to our Discord as well. Yes. Uh, somebody chose who was who. Oh, yes. Yes. Actually, I can pull that up. So Gem the Ginger on our Discord said... They, and they took some time. They watched the full episode to, just to get back to us. They said, Sean is Buttercup, John is Blossom, and Josh is Bubbles. And then in brackets, it's that Canadian niceness. So I, I'm glad they put the brackets because I would just take it as I'm the dumb blonde one. but <laughs> <laughs> Which is also fair, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so those were some of the comments from that episode. And then from the women wears a butt plug to work. Great episode. Nice. People enjoyed the stories I found. <laughs> People loved that story. Yeah. <laughs> so in that one, we had the baby who got smacked at the mall. The sad story oh, that Sean yeah. dumped on us. Apologies. That episode just got sadder by the minute. I mean, it's all good. We have we have to talk about real stuff. And and we had a ton of response to this because we posed the question, what would you do, Wikimaniacs? And our Wikimaniacs responded in kind. And I'm not going to read them all because there is dozens of them. We got emails, DMs, uh, YouTube comments. But uh, I think Kristen sums it up pretty good and says, as a white woman, I'd much rather be called a Karen and intervene in a potential abusive situation than not say anything and allow someone to be hurt and grow up believing that they deserve to be treated poorly. That belief takes a lot of time and effort to unlearn. I finally got out of an abusive uh, situation at 18, seven years later, and I'm still trying to grasp that it wasn't because of me that I was treated like that. I wish someone else would have intervened on my behalf. So that's an excellent point. We weren't really sure how to approach the situation, but many people just said security, security cameras. A lot of people try and avoid the cops because, yep. you know. Yeah, I liked those comments. Yeah, rightfully so. It's America. Too. Rightfully so. It's America, North America, Canada. You know, it doesn't matter. The cops can escalate things in ways that can be unpredictable. So, you know, hopefully with a security guard, you're getting someone a little bit more, uh, like a little less ready to escalate a situation. And to follow up on that, we had an Instagram DM. I'm not going to read their name because they they did want they DM just for privacy reasons. So um, they say they do. They work with children's services, and children protective services will actually provide resources to help the mother if they're you know suffering from postpartum depression or or anything like that. So she says there's there's tons of resources, and we should direct people to contact CPS whenever situations like this come about because uh, you never want the child to be defenseless in an abusive situation. So she made some great points. And, and so definitely avoid the police, but security or CPS would probably be the best way to go if you ever run into a situation like that. And that's all the comments I have. So thanks to everyone that left the comments. Uh, we appreciate you. John, back over to you. There's actually one other thing that I kind of wanted to discuss with you all uh, pertaining to one of the stories that we covered in regards to the teenager who was having an issue with their mom. And we kind of said something that kind of not really erupt some people the wrong way. Yes. We just wanted to get more educated about it. And, you know, a lot of the Wikimaniacs came in and educated us very respectfully, which is great for us. So, I mean, yeah. we just wanted to address the situation. And Sean, I think you wanted to say something as well. Yeah. I just wanted to apologize. I didn't realize that by using a blanket term such as bipolar, it could affect 
other people that are bipolar. I didn't really know the scope or the spectrum of how varying degrees of that mental health issue was. So thank you to everybody who very kindly. Very kindly. Everyone was super nice about it. Nobody was really rude to me about it. And I think everybody realized, you know, I wasn't trying to be rude about it, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was good to learn about as now I know. I just wanted to apologize for that if I made anybody feel uncomfortable or upset anybody. The podcast is about learning. I am very obviously not an expert in anything uh, <laughs> at all. So, you know, I'm going to say things that are out of pocket sometimes. And uh, if I do ever cross a line like that, feel free to let me know. So, yeah. Thank you guys. Again, you guys could have been way meaner. Uh, so I appreciate everybody being so gentle. I think going forward, we'll maybe try, unless it specifically states this person has a mental illness, maybe we'll stop speculating on whether they do or not. I think that's probably the safest mm -hmm. way to go. I mean, as someone who has experienced mental illness, I understand that it can affect people in many different ways. So just speculating like that is probably not, not the best. Great. Yeah, probably yeah. not the best uh, way to go about it because you never know. It could just be nothing at all. And, and we've diagnosing them with something they don't actually have or something that makes that disorder look like something else or or yeah. demonize it, which is never what we want to do. Yeah. Of course. And I guess I just want to cap it off. And Sean said it best. And I think I want to say thank you to everybody because the way everyone presented what they wanted to say, whether it's through DMs or comments, you all said it so respectfully. And I think what I appreciate most about the community that we kind of built is that you can kind of just talk to us like how you would talk to a friend, you know, like you can kind of approach us and say like, hey, I think what you said is not right. We're wrong a lot. So please yeah. feel free to to correct us. And I did receive a DM like uh, we received a DM earlier today and I did wanted to kind of just point it out because I think the last things they said was was pretty good. They feel that we are some people that are very approachable and that what we use our platform for is, you know, just being able to talk about things and being able to, to discuss things in a safe space. And we made them feel safe, even though they have that type of disorder that that we just mentioned. And of course, the whole blanket term is something that we we won't use moving forward. The last things they said on the DM, they just wanted to do their part to educate people, especially with how mental illness is viewed as a whole. And the way they capped off the the stories is Sean is going to appreciate this because they said, <laughs> one, feel free to bring back the smut. LOL. Nice. And oh, wow. <laughs> they said that. Thank I don't you. want to. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, I, I and this is what like kind of pulled my heartstring a little bit. And this is what I appreciate so much about our listeners. They put. Thank you so much. I feel you have created a safe community for everyone, but assholes and keep up the great work. So uh, we, we do appreciate that DM. And I did respond back saying that we're going to address the situation. And, and really, we really, really appreciate you all for, you know, just coming together and allowing us to build a community of a safe space. Just being able to come to us and address it to us directly because we're learning too. like yeah. this is our goal of the pod. It's and crazy that multiple times you guys mentioned the community we built. I'm like, it just hit me. I was like, oh, wow, we do have a fucking community. That's crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah. They're That's very crazy. Active. Thank you guys for thank listening you. and talking to us. That's insane. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, fellas. So we're going to get started for today's episode. We do have four stories that we're going to tell. And uh, again, like mentioned earlier, these are all stories that came from our Wikimaniacs. They all tagged us in the stories. Hopefully Ooh. none of you guys has like looked, onto, uh, looked into it yet. But today's lineup, we have a story from r slash stories about Kevin, about a boyfriend not knowing how body lotion worked. We then hop to the old reliable, am I the asshole? 
and where the OP asked if they were the asshole for being happy that their sister-in-law miscarried before their wedding. Jesus. Uh, Oh. I mean, that's a dark one. (laughs) It is dark. Don't love that you're stepping on my toes, though, John. Uh, Uh, You know know what? Sean did it like two times. In this episode, I'm only doing one. (laughs) But Sean doesn't plan anything, so he finally planned an episode. I wasn't going to just shit on (laughs) (laughs) him. Did I do two Am I the Assholes? You did. did. (laughs) Oh, the medical story one? Yeah. 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 And uh, what was the other one? And The Ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The other story is from Osh Slash True Off My Chest, where a husband vents about his wife who cared about the aesthetics too much. And last but not the least, an r slash ask Reddit story that will for sure make your blood boil. I'm saving this one for last because I want you guys angry in the end. We're all over the place on Reddit today. Yes, we are. I like it. Hey, we're giving them a lot of range, okay? Then we'll go on a quick break and we hop on to this week's Today in History, written by our very own writer. Fellas, we got a writer now. Hell yeah. Whoa. That fucking amazing. Our writer, Alex Underbaki from Weird Distraction Podcast, involving the father of modern magic, Gene Eugene Ooh. Robert Houdin. So interesting. Shall we get started, boys? I'm let's down. Let's do it. All right, let's do this. All right, first story is from r slash stories about Kevin. By the way, shout out to Anna for sending this over on Instagram DM. Anna suggested that we should take a look at r slash stories about Kevin subreddit. And I did kind of get curious about the origin of this subreddit. And I, I found this story from Noah the Red that was posted about eight years ago. I won't read it word for word, but I will summarize before we get to the story. Basically, the, the OP of the original story was a teacher who taught this guy, Kevin, who he quotes as Kevin was the genetic pinnacle of this null achievement. Okay. And um, I, to summarize some of the weird stuff that Kevin had done in his life, I pulled out some of the, the funniest one. Kevin frequently forgot when or where his class was. One more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. <laughs> All right, I got a few more. Kevin was removed from the culinary arts program after leaving a cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire. Oh my God. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Kevin? <laughs> Check this out even more. Kevin didn't understand that his grade was dependent on tests, quizzes, homework, classwork, and participation. Kevin finished his first semester with a 3% average. As someone who did not do well in school, I'm okay with Kevin <laughs> on this front. He then tried to bribe me with $11. <laughs> well, you should at least give him 11 percentile then, right? Uh, true, true. <laughs> and the last one I saw was Kevin didn't know that dogs and cats were different animals. Oh, God. <laughs> or Kevin. <laughs> and that's why the subreddit's heading is cat equals dog. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Oh. So this is the actual Kevin story. The story's from Unlucky Supernova titled Kevin Didn't Believe Body Lotion Isn't Spread by Your Body Automatically. Okay, so before we dive into this, this is people making up stories about Kevin or this is like a Kevin in their life that there's a Kevin in their life. Gotcha. Okay. I understand. Okay. Oh, this isn't all one Kevin. No, this is just a Kevin in their life. That's what I originally thought as well. I was like, Jesus Christ. I felt bad for this random guy, but. Yeah. Because I was at first, I was like, why is it stories about Kevin? Is it just like everyone named Kevin, but it's just a Kevin in their life? Yeah, I understand now. Okay. So I had an ex with a lot of weird beliefs. He was also pretty smart, 
but had a bit of an ego. So I think once he got something in his head, he just couldn't believe he could be wrong ever. Oh, no. A lot of the things he had issues with were related to domestic things. Basically, he thought everyone else was stupid for doing things, quote, too difficult, and he had cracked some magical code. He didn't use dishwashing liquid. That was a scam for money. He didn't cook <laughs> chicken fully. He oh, had better no. things to do with his time. What? Wait. How is, how is that a scam? <laughs> Someone could definitely die from <laughs> yeah, that. Don't you fucking die? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Any one of these things I pointed out to him as being wrong, he dismissed as me being dumb and falling for these scams. Oh, this dude's on conspiracy four chans yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh my God. I think this is Q. Yeah, this might be Q, the original. This might be Q. His name is Quevin, guys. (laughs) Important background. I was trained and used to work as a cosmetologist until six months after we met. Once at his place, he asked about some body lotion. I thought he was being interested in my work and explained some basics, and he didn't believe me. So I didn't understand what he wasn't getting about me, just saying some basic stuff about how moisturizing protects your skin outer layers and you should choose a product based on how dry your skin natural is. This was not what he didn't understand. So the whole concept of using a skin product did not compute because he thought you could put some on your hand and it gets absorbed into your skin. Um, what the? Not, not, not just that spot, Okay. Okay. Your entire skin. like a, You're like a sponge soaking up water. <laughs> yeah. So he but, thought he can moisturize his ankles by putting some hand cream <laughs> on. What the fuck? <laughs> Ain't no way. Like, how old are they? They're, they're living together. They both have careers. Yes. Presumably. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what, no, what, what like, the fuck? As someone who... Doesn't use moisturizer, you know. Like I'm a very dry individual. <laughs> uh, why would you ever? That, I, that would never even cross my mind. That would how that be how that works. Sean is just like flabbergasted. No, I'm just right like now. trying to fucking. You can't put lotion on your hand and then be like, "Well, damn, my fucking ankles are still dry as fuck." I wonder what the deal yeah. is. He thinks if you put it on your hand, the whole body will just absorb is that what, it. Is that what KD does? Oh. <laughs> ah. Nice. This man's not putting lotion on his hands. He not only cares about basketball. <laughs> basketball on Twitter. <laughs> so I tried to backtrack and explain how nothing cosmetic you're allowed to put on yourself is allowed to absorb into the bloodstream. And even if it did, that's not how it would work either. Right. He told me I was trying to scam him by making him buy more products. And she put <laughs> he never bought anything from me and dismissed me completely. I'm still trying to understand this logic. Oh, my God. I'm glad it's an ex for because <laughs> he's got some uh, growing up and learning to do, I think. Jesus. You know, it's not the mean person. He's just kind of, well, he sounds a little bit mean, but he's just kind of dumb. Well, yeah, he calls her <laughs> dumb and thinks true. Calls everything she says is wrong or a scam. So I'll, I'll say he's mean. Okay. I'll say Look he's mean and a dumbass. That's fair. That's fair. Look you at know, yourself in a mirror. Dumbass. I think it's a, it's a lot of projection. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> it's just this what? subreddit. Must just be like every story must just be like what? Idiots. Can yeah. I can I make a post? Kevin thinks kilometers are longer than miles. <laughs> <laughs> Demonetize this YouTube. Ke- Kevin thinks rice are eggs, are bug eggs. <laughs> I was a fucking kid, Josh. You asshole. 
I'm not as nice as the Wikimaniacs. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We started out with some dumbass, and now we're going to get to something kind of dark, okay? So big shout out to Chantal, who also submitted this story on our IG DM, and we're going with Am I the Asshole? Sorry, Josh, I'm taking your job. I hate the this. question, am I the asshole for being glad that my future sister-in-law had a miscarriage before my wedding? Yes. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Was this submitted by somebody or written by one of the Wikimaniacs? Nope. No, they, they submitted, just, I think. Uh, submitted. Yeah. Oh, they submitted it. Damn. They it. wanted us to react about it. <laughs> so this is how it goes. I know this sounds very bad, but hear me out. Me, 24 male, and my fiance, 22 female, are planning to get married this summer. Now, one of our bridesmaids is her sister, 27 female, who planned to attend our wedding while seven months pregnant. I obviously didn't really like that as what? I figured that her pregnancy would steal attention from us. What the Especially as she's one of the bridesmaids. Yeah, fuck you're the you, asshole. Man. Holy shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely how, fuck you. How fucking dare you? Like, what does it matter? Like, it, Are pregnant people so shocking that they're going to take attention? There's pregnant also, people everywhere all the time. What the fuck? Also, it's seven months. It's not like she's nine months pregnant where it'd be like, oh, she could have the baby anytime. You know, you're worried about that maybe. But like seven months, they're just, they're pregnant. You can tell, but it's not like it's anything you need to worry about or, or you know what I mean? Holy fuck. This guy's an asshole. Fuck I've decided. <laughs> and she's honestly such an attention seeker that I wouldn't put it past her to have gotten pregnant purposefully before our wedding in order to upstage us. But there was no way I couldn't have excluded from the wedding as she's my fiance's sister. So I just dropped it. However, she recently had a miscarriage and while I felt really sorry for her, I was also kind of glad about it because now oh she wouldn't my. be able to upstage us at our wedding. Fuck you. Yeah, I <laughs> I hope your wife doesn't go through with this marriage. You fucking Dude. piece of shit. Like my fiance took me with her to visit her sister in order to console her sister. And there I said, quote, well, you should see the glass half full. Now, at least you can wear a smaller bridesmaid's dress at our wedding. Oh, I want to fight him. I think I want to fight him, dude. Uh, fuck this guy. That's the worst. One of the worst things we've ever read. My That's fucking appalling. He said that to her. Oh, there's more. <laughs> oh. My fiance glared at me and then her sister said, quote, is your wedding the only thing you fucking care about? I tried to de-escalate the situation, but she just kept unloading on me about how much of a sadistic narcissist I am when I've yes. had it. Yeah. And when I've had enough, I told her, quote, well, I'm sorry that your failed pregnancy will allow you to upstage Fuck us at our wedding you. anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck you, Fucking man. Christ. How Fuck is this guy? How, okay. This guy deserves the, the ninth level of hell treatment, but. How is the sister not standing up against us? If someone talked to my brother, like ever talked to someone ever talked to my brother like that in front of me, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck is this shit? That is just mind bogglingly evil. I knew this was bitch you guys. Bitch you guys so mad. Holy so, shit. Well, I'm sorry that your failed pregnancy will allow you to upstage us at our wedding anymore, which made her burst into tears. My fiance tried to calm her down, but my future sister-in-law just told us to get out of her house, which we did. All hell broke loose at home when my fiance started scolding me about Good. how I could be so insensible to her sister's recent trauma. But I told her that she was the one who started to insult me over an inoffensive remark meant to cheer her up. Inoffensive? What? Fuck you. Fuck, dude. I have nothing else to say except fuck this guy. <laughs> like, I, 
I want to fucking fight. Dude, Let me finish the story fight. and then I want you guys to go unload on him, all right? Holy so fuck. We've had a big argument about it and now I'm sleeping in the guest room. She's still very bitter about it and says that she doesn't know if she'll be able to go through with the wedding Good. if her sister decides to drop out of it because of me. I think she's overreacting about the whole situation no. oh. <laughs> as her sister would probably stir up some trouble at the wedding anyway. But maybe I should have indeed handled the situation with her miscarriage better than how I did. Am I the asshole? Absolutely. Yes. We've never had a worse asshole, I think. This is the worst thing you could ever do. You're lucky you're just sleeping in the guest room and not in a fucking grave. Oh my God. The amount of narcissism that has to go into some say, like having the balls to say something like that to someone who just lost a child. Like, fuck you in every single way possible. Like, holy shit. You are the worst fucking person alive. It might be pushing it. There's like Putin and stuff like that. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's up there with, he's on the same tier as them for sure. Holy fuck. Sean is bad. <laughs> I, I really don't have anything to say except yeah. I would fucking fight. I would fucking fight this guy. Yeah. So that's a consensus. He's indeed like probably the biggest gaping asshole like we've ever. You know what? We went into this and I said, yeah, you're the asshole. But I was hoping it was like going to pull a switch up, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, uh, yes, I can't even think of what would justify that. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, OK, you're maybe not the asshole. Like you yep. could justify it. But this is just like how you thought to post this was a good idea. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We can all agree that that guy's a fucking asshole that I, I can already see you guys blood boiling. But there's a few more stories that it gets a lot worse. So I, I'm really kicking it up. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. So next story comes from an r slash true off my chest. And one of our listeners, Joanna from TikTok and not giving Ooh. away their username for and I can't pronounce this word anonymity. So the story goes as this. I left my wife because I'm sick of everything needing to match her aesthetic. All right. Okay. I know it seems like a dumb thing to end my marriage over, but after dealing with this for so long, I'm finally done. My wife and I are both in our 30s. We have a daughter. My wife has always been pretty into appearances, but it was never that bad. She just wanted things to look nice when people came over. Then she started an Instagram page for moms and got a massive amount of followers. About 400,000 since our daughter was born. Holy shit. Sheesh. That's a lot. We need those followers, right? Yeah. Send it our way. <laughs> Ever since then, I feel like I don't live in a house. I live in an Instagram photo shoot. There can't be any proof we actually live here. My wife stresses so much <laughs> about things looking good that she doesn't actually enjoy the moment. She started a fight with me right after our daughter took her first steps because I had put my drink down on a table behind her and it's, quote, all she could see Oof. and how she need to edit it out of the video. She called me a selfish prick for putting my drink down on a coffee table to watch <laughs> my daughter take her first steps. Okay. So our daughter's bedroom is just a mass of beige and cream. There's barely any toys in it, which was fine while our daughter was small, but now she's getting older. My wife refuses to buy her any toys that don't match her quote aesthetic. <laughs> my mother took my daughter to the store and let her pick out a toy. She picked out this dollhouse from this show she watches. She got all of the dolls and furniture and my wife told her she had to keep it at my mother's house because there was, quote, no place for it at home. She absolutely had room for it based on the um, parentheses. Yeah. My wife is convinced I'm leaving for another woman. I'm having an affair, etc., but I'm not. I just can't keep feeling like I live in a museum where I can't touch or move anything. 
I can't even build a blanket fort with my kid without my wife flipping out that they're, quote, decorative blankets that she had folded <laughs> a special way. I'm not going to force my daughter to live in an aesthetic. Editing in, I've tried to encourage her to seek professional help. She insists that it isn't a problem and she doesn't need any therapy. Well, everybody needs therapy. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is a tough one. To, I get where he's coming from. Not as like from a personal standpoint, but like I would understand how stressful that would be to always have to be 100% clean and 100% on. Like we do these podcasts on, on Wednesday nights. We do about three episodes back to back to back. If I had to be on like that 24-7, I'd be exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yes. I basically go upstairs and collapse after these recordings. So to have to be like always on top of like cleaning and always ready for, you know, a photo if it's going to happen and go out to half a million people like that's that's a lot of pressure I get. And that's not what you signed up for when you like originally got married and had kids. And, and so it's a bit of a change in your life. I think it's quick to give up on your marriage yeah. like that. I don't know. Like, do you have a basement? Like, could you do like, okay, maybe the basement's messy. We can do what like kids toys can be down there. You know, whatever else you want. You can put drinks wherever you want downstairs. <laughs> they might live in Texas where basements don't exist. <laughs> you guys don't have basements down in Texas? No, we don't. No, we're too close to the coast. What does that mean? Something like that. The ground, since we're like so below sea level or whatever, the ground below us isn't like strong enough to hold, I guess. I don't oh. fucking. So even God doesn't Some want shit Texas. Like that. But we, but we have, <laughs> fuck you, man. Texas is awesome. Uh, but we do have like underground shit. So I don't really know what defines. Only Elon can do that. Okay. I'm tired of this Texas fucking <laughs> talking down on Texas. Canada's not that great. So what? You got free uh, healthcare. I've, so what? You get uh, all this great shit. Uh, you don't have gun issues. Canada, take me in, please. I'm trying to leave. Faraday, come on up. You can live in our basements that we have. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. We got off topic there, but maybe try and make some sort of compromise where there's space where she doesn't do her Instagram blog and you can kind of, you know, have toys be a little bit messy, whether that's a room, whether that's a basement, whether that's a garage, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe there's some sort of compromise you can come up with. And then if you truly believe she does need help, then you walking away from the situation is never going to get her that help she needs. It's going to force her down some rabbit hole. And with the toy and shit, like there's, I'm sure there are storage things that fit your aesthetic. Yeah. You're just mad because they went against, you know, I guess the house rules or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I for sure agree with Josh that divorcing over this seems, you know, just in the context we're given, seems like uh, a zero to 100. Yeah, it seems like he's gone, oh, I've tried nothing and everything's failed. <laughs> so now I'm bailing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he mentioned therapy once and she was like, nah, I think I'm okay. And then he's like, well, it's irreparable now. There's no, there's nothing we could do. I'm leaving with my one thing. <laughs> I'm going to go different. Oh, you're just kind of because, anal, John. So. Huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, this is the bougie host of the yeah, three of us. Yeah. So. Here Let's we go. Hear it, well, first of all, I'm not I'm not allowed to decorate anything outside of my room. That's why my room looks as tacky as it is. My wife is in charge of everything in the house, so I get the whole aesthetic thing. Okay, um, sure. but I kind of disagree on the whole like what he's kind of like overreacting to the situation. I think he has grounds for like if he wants to divorce and leave her. I think he has more than enough reason to do so. Just because he, it seems like he's not living for their family. They're living for what others think of them aesthetically. Right. And so, and at, at some point, like, it seems like he's not even in a relationship anymore. He's in like, 
He's in a, a photo prop. shoot and it's not even like he's not happy about where he is. So I, if he wants a divorce, I think he has more than enough reason. And to miss a pivotal moment because it didn't fit the certain look. I just think this guy is super unhappy about his relationship. And I think he can get the fuck out if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm not telling him he can't absolutely divorce, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't sound like he's done a lot yeah, to try and it, that's, that's the only thing I'm saying. Like if he puts in like some effort and is like, Hey, I really want to make this work. This is affecting me. If you want to keep together, we're going to have to make some changes or compromises. And it sounds like he's just like, and we don't have the full context, but it's it, from the story. It sounds like he was like, Hey, you should go to therapy. And she was like, nah. And he was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm yeah. And as shitty as she's been, if you're in a relationship, you got to put in some effort to try and make compromises. So we're not saying we're not defending her or like saying it can be fixed because it, it might not be able to be fixed and, and divorce might be the only option. But it sounds like he hasn't gone the try it till death to us apart kind of level of <laughs> of marriage. You know what I mean? And so if, if he does try and if he has tried and he feels like there's no other way, then yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. no, no shame in divorce for sure. Cool. Yeah, we got to de destigmatize that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you you did get married for a reason, so exhaust all options. You yeah, know? definitely divorce shouldn't be stigmatized, but also you should work for your marriage. You should want know. to. I mean, every, you should want yeah, you should to work. want to work for your marriage. I guess we can't we can't say you sh you have to. You should just want to. You know what I mean? And if, yeah, if that want is and I guess gone, if you don't want to, then maybe then, yeah, then yeah. John is right. You know, yeah. if the want and desire to make it work isn't there, don't force it. I guess yeah. you know what I mean. My my thing is just based on the story that was given, if like working it out was in the picture, I just think there was a way where it's like, oh, now I can start a relationship channel. And like now we're going to document all our stuff to work on our relationship to get better. So I don't okay, know. Guy I'm with just the being food jaded blog. on that part. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Josh is fucking roasting the both of us today. <laughs> all right. Moving on to the last story. And this one, I think it's going to be a no brainer. I think you guys are just going to be just as mad as you were with the second story. Oh, so just play back, play back my reaction, then I'll I'll sit out this one. No, yeah. this is this is worse than the second story. Okay, you ready? And this one is the last story was tagged by many of our listeners on TikTok. Specifically, shout out to Joanna, Ray, and Sabrina. So this was from an R slash Ask Reddit, where the post is titled "My wife has breast cancer and I want a divorce, but I'm afraid to tell her." Oh. So, oh god is the title bad already yes oh it gets a lot worse it's making okay more so i'm gonna sad. just be upfront with the both of you guys first story seething mad because i lost my niece after a week of being born so mm. that kind of stuff already fucking pisses me off yeah second story my mom is a cancer survivor so i'm already fucking damn these are crazy stories hitting me in all the worst spots yeah. but Let's flame this guy. Let's get on with it. Yeah, right. it's, it's not even like I'm not even sad, like mad at this point. I'm just sad right yeah, now. There's people like this in real life, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. This is the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. Both my wife and I are in our early 30s and have a two-year-old daughter. This February, we unfortunately found out that my wife has breast cancer. She's had a mastectomy in parentheses, removal of her breast, and is still going through chemo. So she is bald. I always thought I loved my wife. She's the sweetest, kindest person I know, and she's done so much for me. But I'm just not attracted to her anymore. No. I know she knows because we haven't had sex in two months, and I can see the pain in her eyes. I hate to say this, but she 
disgusts me now. I just want her to understand that it isn't because she's a bad person. It's just that as a man, I want someone I'm attracted to. It gets worse. Jesus. I don't know whether I should make something up and say that I've been wanting to get divorced for a while or just tell the truth. I also don't want my little girl growing up to hate me for this, but I'm sure her mother will tell her I'm a horrible person. Yeah, as she should. Then again, I don't know if I want to be in my daughter's life either. She might grow up to be unhealthy like her mother and what guy wants to be tied to unhealthy females. What kind of fucking incel shit is this? Holy fuck. We aren't. I really don't want this to be real. I want this to be fake. Yeah, I want this to be a troll somewhere on 4chan just writing a story. Although I know it's not. And the last sentence is, we aren't aren't programmed that way by evolution. Although I'll have no problem paying a reasonable amount of child support. Jesus. I hope he does fucking leave. Because both of these women deserve, I mean, she's your daughter. She's not a woman yet. But both of these girls uh, deserve a million times better than whatever you are. Yeah. I want you to be remembered by your daughter and your wife as the worst human possible. Yeah. This reminded me of a study that I actually uh, read a while back and that I just pulled it up just to confirm. So this is in Science Daily. This is like 2009 or something. A uh, summary of the, the full story is that a woman is six times more likely to be separated or divorced soon after a diagnosis of cancer or multiple sclerosis than if a man in the relationship is the patient. So that just goes to show you how many men are out there like this and how, how ready these pieces of shit are just to drop and leave as soon as their wife is uh, sick and, and needing of your support the most. You know, like saying till death do us part is not just a fucking or, or through sickness and in health. Is that what the saying is? Yep. That should mean something to these people. And like, man, it, it is, it's just sad to hear that like people who deserve better get pieces of shit like this. Yep. And a daughter that doesn't deserve that type of father. I wouldn't even call yeah. him a father. I would just fucking yeah. call him a sperm donor at this point. Cause he's a piece of shit. Like that's all he mm-hmm. is. Well, he's the kind of person that's going to leave you eventually because, you know, you get a few extra wrinkles later on in life. Uh, You're not as athletic. Maybe he's just like, oh, you know, I'm not attracted to you anymore. See ya. I'm going to go marry a 21 year old because I'm a fucking pervert. That's the kind of vibe I get from this kind of person. Sean, are you okay? Uh, Yeah, it's just Wikimaniac. Send some happy ones next time. This is a fucking, (laughs) we used to be a comedy (laughs) podcast, guys. Uh, This This is fucking Heavier for my mental than anticipated. Yeah, these were all dark. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, John? Hey, <laughs> hey, this is what we were tagged with, okay? This is what the hands we were uh, given. We got to spread them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different episodes. If we're doing dark shit, maybe just one instead of a fucking barrage, uh, an hour long of darkness. Wicked Maniac, send us not dark stuff, please, okay? I did this episode for you all, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sean's butt plug episode. He did half funny, half sad. And it was, yeah, you, you know, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta sprinkle in some stuff. Uh, everybody that sent either that first story or that last story to John, my Venmo is at Sean S and You fucking owe me money because this shit was fucked. You owe me fucking money to sit here and listen to that shit. Oh my fuck. Oh, oh man. So that was, um, Today in Wiki History. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I was going to say, up. that's it for this Reddit section of today's episode. It is not 
our funniest, when <laughs> it's our angriest, probably. Yep. But we'll be right back. I sat in silence half of this episode. <laughs> it's a great podcast. <laughs> it's a great podcast. It's just me talking yeah. silence. I'm sure it makes the YouTube interesting. I'm fucking just clenching my jaw mm-hmm. and shaking with anger for the whole hour. My editing will be easy. It'll just be a Sean Cam. Yep. <laughs> the entire yeah, first yeah. and, se- and progressively last. angry. Yeah. Angry yeah. in 4K, at least. <laughs> angry in 4K, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so that's it for this Reddit section on today's episode. We'll be right back, Wikimaniacs, and wait to hear about the father of modern magic, Gene Eugene Robert Houdin. But for now, listen to some ads that helps to keep the show running. We'll be right back. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and black and salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Welcome back, Wikimaniacs, to This Day in History, a series where we take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day throughout history. Today is June 13th we have a magical historical figure who tragically passed away on this day back in 1871. When you think of magicians, who do you think of? Chris Angel? How about David Copperfield? Most people might not know this, but there's someone that came long before these two iconic names in the magic industry. Jean Eugene Robert Houdin, now say that name five times, was born in December of 1805 within the picturesque city of Blois, France. His father was reportedly a watchmaker, and as Houdin got older, he too would follow moments behind his father. Although he possessed the passion his father had for watchmaking, another passion soon ticked within Houdin. After stumbling upon a two-volume book set on magic called Scientific Amusement, it's not clear whether this was a separate book set from the 1890 version by Henry Frith. Regardless, Houdin was hooked. But Houdin had a problem. The books didn't explain how to do the magic tricks. Houdin wanted to learn and even conquer these tricks. He reportedly took lessons from a local magician to master tricks such as juggling, sleight of hand, and more. Houdin, according to some accounts, became obsessed with practicing his skills. He got so good that he began performing at social parties as a professional magician 
in both various parts of Europe and all over the United States. It did not take long for Houdin to take his acts to the theater stage. On July 3, 1845, Houdin opened his own magical theater in Paris. The routine that really wowed onlookers to Houdin's show was an act called Second Sight. Houdin's son was actually part of this act, where he would be blindfolded on stage and then he would correctly identify objects held by his father in the audience. Although Houdin didn't create this act, he was actually renowned and known for improving it with his dashing skills and nearly time-stopping showmanship. But wait, it does not stop there. Houdin was reportedly the first magician to use electricity actively in his acts, setting him apart from the rest. Speaking of the rest, being other magicians around this era, Houdin was known to expose fakes and any magicians who relied on supernatural explanations for their performances. It's also worth noting that our magical man Houdin would take the time to explain his tricks to onlookers. Houdin would also be known for his mystery clocks. Mystery clocks basically are clocks that appear as if they have nothing moving them whatsoever. And according to the live auctioner's website, in a direct quote, even if you turn a mystery clock over and examine the back, there's still no clue as to how it ticks and keeps accurate time. As time passes, things age, and Houdin was not immune to that. At the age of 65, Houdin died on June 13, 1871 due to pneumonia. Although Houdin is no longer with us physically, the magic and wonder he created will forever tick on. Fun fact, Houdin would go on to inspire another well-known magician. This magician would use Houdin's name as his own stage name, would be that of Harry Houdini. And that, Wikimaniacs, is what happened on June 13, 1871. Today's whimsical feature wouldn't have been made possible without our good friend and now our brand new writer, Alex Underbaki from Weird Distraction. And the sources that she used can be found on our website at reddit on wiki.com. I hope you had a magical time in today's history lesson. And now let's bring back the boys to finish the show. All right. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but not really because we were all angry right now. Believe us when we say we love hearing suggestions from you, but make it lighter next time for Sean's mental health. We have a bunch though, John. You could have just gone through and picked some lighter ones there, you know? You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I just picked one. <laughs> no, I, I know. I'm calling you. <laughs> have you seen my work calendar, Josh? <laughs> I have. I have. It's very That's busy. next week. Yeah. It's the yeah, same thing this week. week. Well, it's not as bad. You're this right, week, Sean. But. I'm glad Sean's on my side to flame you now. Ah, good. Whatever. <laughs> don't blame me. Blame the Wicked Man. I'm just kidding. Don't blame Wicked Max. We love no, you. Thank no, you. I for love the Wicked Maniacs. <laughs> no, they're expecting us to mix it all together, not do no. an hour of terror. No. Yeah, they want a nice soup, not just a hot sauce mess. Whatever. It's a long episode. They were asking for a long episode. <laughs> you got it. Okay. We'll see you this Friday, Wicked Maniacs, for another Am I the Asshole episode. But for now, peace and blessings. Toodles. Bye. Mm. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs>
Sean, Sean, I'm hungry and Jine isn't home to make us a delicious meal like he usually does. What are we going to do? Don't worry. We can just hit up factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50% off our first month plus 20% off our next month as well. Wow. I think I've heard of Factor before. Isn't that the place to get delicious meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready in under two minutes? That's right. My mouth is watering as we speak. How can I get this deal again? You can head straight over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 